This is the Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Are you struggling to find success betting sports? Tired of empty promises and scams handicapping services? Wondering why Vegas sports books become richer and richer and how you can win on sports too? This podcast is what the sports investing industry truly needs an insider look into proven successful strategies. Z Code Podcast is your crash course in sports investing that destroys popular misconceptions and provides invaluable sports prediction analysis tools that you can download for free. We outline insider winning systems from experts that make a living through sports investing and explain how you can do it too. Armed with the best tools in the industry and a proper mindset, sustaining profits is easier than ever before. Welcome to Z-Code Podcast. So, first question. Hey, Tito, how is it going? Hey, Jake. It's been going good, man. Uh, Been a long time since we talked, that's for sure. I've done a couple (laughs) of these. Jake, you know what? I always, I just want to take the opportunity since I have you there. And I want to thank you, Jake, for for you doing this podcast, but all the other ones too. And, um, you know, I just finished uh, listening to Robbie's again. And uh, that, that, that was a great podcast. I just feel like I know those guys, the members more with these podcasts are so beneficial. And, you know, it gives us members an opportunity to give back, which is that whole Z code philosophy. Um, and also like to thank Z code again, you know, how I, my passion for Z code and Mike, heck, why not? Let me thank all the experts out there that have been helping me all along and the other members that make the community so great. So thank you, Jake, for letting me take an opportunity to do that real quick. Well, Thank you for your time and thank you for mentioning uh, the last podcast that I've done with Robbie because one podcast that has taken me by surprise, definitely. And, you know, I I do like to use that first conversation with members as an opportunity to get to know them and also uh, sort of present them to the rest of the community, which is which is very nice because then we know who we are talking to, whereas before we're we're just talking to avatars. So, right. um, you know, there's a personality behind every avatar, and um, that's kind of what we're trying to portray and expose people in in that sort of manner. So, thank you very much, and thank you so much for your contributions as well. Because, <laughs> well, I'm sure we're gonna talk about all that stuff in a in a short while. Before we get in, uh, I saw your photo with uh, your lovely wife on holiday wearing the Zico t-shirts. Where was this taken? So, so there's uh, there's two of those, Jake. There's one where we're standing on paddle boards, and there's another one where we're at a, the old Stardust sign in Las Vegas. Both times, I think we put the Z-Code shirts on. Wh- which one was it? I was referring to the first one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we went out to – my son was playing baseball on a college baseball team, and he went to Hawaii for a tournament. And so that was in that was at the resort in Hawaii. And they, they let you do those paddle boards there. And um, yeah, I had the Z code T-shirts, and uh, we threw them on, and that was us. Yeah, that was really cool. And uh, thank you for sharing that with with the rest of the community as well. It's, yeah, it's yeah, really nice. Are, <laughs> those are great shirts. You know, you can buy them. Um, I, I got to get another. I got to get some more of those. Um, I do mm-hmm. really like them. And people come up to me all the time when I wear that shirt and ask me. They think it's like some sort of Bitcoin thing or something. But um, I tell them a little bit about it, and uh, I tell them about Z code like I always do. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get some more of those. Uh, those well, are good. That's good stuff. They're not far from it. You could say that. I mean, it, it is a NFT now. I think <laughs> registered yeah, as an NFT. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's just yeah. remarkable what uh, what Mike and the team get up to. 
I can't believe those guys. You know, they're such a, they're so inspiring. I mean, they're in a, they're on a different level. You know, I remember remember I said, talked about Mike taking us through that COVID thing, um, and you know, he he really is a he's quite a guy. You know, I never met him, but uh, you know, all of Zeke and, and the people he must work with his staff and you and it's really a great group. Um, I've met him once actually. This was my only opportunity. Obviously, we live in different countries, so uh, that opportunity opportunity was never um, very easy to come by. But we did we did eventually meet, and uh, it, he's just like exactly as you described him. He's very inspirational yeah. and yeah. a great person to talk to. And, and 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 you know, his wife is a is an author, and uh, actually, uh, and she does really great too. Great great couple. I think they, but you know, power couple. They they inspire each other just like yourself and your wife. Beautiful. That's great. <laughs> so moving on to sports, what sort of things have you observed this season that stand out compared to the seasons before? Let's see. So um, you know, I'm kind of a I'm pretty much a baseball guy, uh, but you know, I've, I've been I've, I've I love soccer. Um, I'll, I'll throw soccer on all the time and watch it, and I like hockey a lot too. But you know, uh, my family is baseball. You know, um, I had a brother that played for the Minnesota Twins in the show. In fact, his claim to fame is um, his first time up into the major leagues. He he threw it was it was a nine inning game. He was pitching and went zero zero, and he struck out George Brett. And it went into the ninth inning. And in the bottom of the ninth, the second batter Willie Aikens got a home run off him, and he lost the game one to zero. But that was quite a start, you know, when he when he got up there. And then my nephew Jonathan. Uh, is uh, played for the Philadelphia Phillies. He was in the starting rotation, and his first time up was at Dodger Stadium, and he hit a double off the wall. He's a, you know in Dodger Stadium, so it was almost a home run. Can you imagine a pitcher? And you know he was in the National League, so um, I, they were playing. I'm, I'm trying to think why they why he hit though, because he should have. Um, oh, because National League at that time didn't have designated hitters. That's what it was. And then my other nephew, uh, um, it played for the Texas Rangers. And then my niece just married the starting pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds up over the summer, so last year. So we're we're uh, we're all baseball here, but um, I was the only one, Jake, that didn't really go down that road. Um, I ended up jumping in the pool and surfing and playing water polo. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I I, we, I grew up baseball for sure and i've noticed though this season though you know that there's no dhs this year uh on the national league and the seven inning no hitters are no longer because of covid so they're doing the full the full season and um you know the uh, double headers are going full nine innings so that helps uh you know old school and cliffs uh i call it the two three five system so those are going to be helpful for that i think just a few adjustments how do you see this season compared to the other ones uh because MLB have made a lot of changes that you just mentioned, obviously due to COVID initially, that they wanted to shorten the games in a sense. Um, how, how's that beneficial for the game, do you, do you reckon? Yeah, they're always trying to tweak that game so that, that it, you know, because if you go up to the average person that's not a real fan and you say, hey, do you like baseball? And they say, boring. But, you know, it's a real, uh, it's a mental thing. It's a strategy. I mean, the strategy. I watch a game and my son will watch a game who, you know, he pitched for a, a college team. He sees something totally different out there than I do. And I, and I've, you know, I've known baseball. So what they see is like, they see the strategies that most people don't see. Um, 
is going on out there. But that's what they're always trying to do is better that game and make it more exciting, you know, for the uh, for the consumer. And, um, you know, I think they're doing that. I, I, you know, of course, I like it all. I could sit there and watch it all day long. Just just it's just relaxing to me. But um, I think that they're just it's going to still stay America's uh, pastime. It's a, America's sport. You know, the NFL is obviously very popular, but I think baseball has the title of um, America's, uh, you know, pastime so uh I, they're, they're always going to be doing something and i'll tell you what with it with the legalization of betting now in, in the majority of the states not california where i live unfortunately uh but but we do have two referendums coming up on the ballot this mark uh this this next ballot um yeah so that's going to make it more exciting too you know to have people are going to be wanting to get out there and see the games and bet at the kiosks and all this other stuff too so that's what I think is happening there. So how do you see, see this season? It's very interesting to see Yankees doing as well as they're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting for me. Um, yeah, I, I, I still don't. I can't get my head around those salaries. Like I don't know where that money comes from. Right? I mean, you try to add it up, and it's just mind blowing. And then, and, and you know, I used to think that there would be there wasn't that much difference between the. You know the, the 25 million dollar player and the two million dollar player how much but the, but there really is you know there really is a big difference uh, yeah i think dodgers have proved that last season and even well, this season i suppose yeah still doing yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and the, what amazes me is that last season was obviously this sort of COVID era and it, it, things were pretty weird out there but then they ended up spending the highest amount of money they've ever spent. Despite mm. it's just how, where was that coming from? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't, Jake. I mean, I, I just you know you don't see you watch TV and, and some of the stadiums are full, but some of them aren't. You know. Yeah. I mean, we went down to Dodger Stadium uh, to watch my niece's new husband pitch, and um, that stadium was probably three quarters full. And then you have you know that that that's the home of the ten dollar hot dog, of course. <laughs> and you can't you know you get if you wanted a beer there my gosh you better bring a hundred dollars you know <laughs> fair enough yeah that's probably yeah. where the money where they make the most amount of money from the food but actually jake jake have you have you been to a live have you been to a pro soccer game soccer yes you see, i haven't baseball. been to a soccer game yet like that and that's something i really want to see um in in football well i actually managed to go down to the Arsenal Stadium every now and then. Uh, frankly, I'm an Arsenal supporter, and, um, and yeah, it's a bit embarrassing. I know this season has been uh, underwhelming. Uh, <laughs> we almost got the Champions League, and then we, and then we didn't. But yeah, um, selling sales of food are in between. The, so basically, um, it, during halftime. So that's what that's where you can go down and buy food and stuff. Yeah, but they're very so, much they're so, uh, engaged. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're so passionate. The teams, you know, the players, uh, you know, the fans. Really, I mean, they and live you have to that word. You have fanatic. people walking around and selling stuff as well in in the U.S., which is not really the case in 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 Europe. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Go you know, figures. <laughs> they. they uh, it looks like there's uh, actually some fights and stuff. You know, that's how that's how uh, passionate it gets. Well. There, there are some regions which are ridiculous, like Poland, for example, or <laughs> Eastern Europe in general. I think a lot more mm -hmm. passionate people, and here you have the the seasonal supporters, I guess. 
um, it's it's very expensive to be um, to to have a season pass in especially in London, but in the UK as yeah. a whole. Yeah, you're talking about um, like a thousand pounds more or less mm. uh, for most of the stadiums, most of the, the upper class teams. So it's it's quite expensive to have that season pass ticket, and this is just for the home games. So you have about 38 matches. You're talking about half of them being played at home. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> 19 so games. You pay a thousand pounds basically for for that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be something. That'd be something. <laughs> so what? Arsenal. What? They're in like uh, not even the top three probably now, right? I mean, they're down on the Premier League. So they were in top four to get the championship. Uh, sorry, the Champions League, and they fell off. They lost three matches in a row, and um, they got taken over by Tottenham. So, oh yeah, Tottenham. That's right. They're, yeah, that's what it was. Thank you. Uh, yeah. The biggest, the biggest uh, rivals of Arsenal. You know, last match decided who who wins the league, which is which was very exciting. Normally, yeah, a team that's way ahead of their competition. Right, right. Good stuff, Jay. Good. Yeah. All right. So you've been expanding the Arsenal bookmakers. Could you tell us about the benefits of using a VPN in order to utilize the offshore books? What are some of the benefits of having so many bookmaker accounts against, you know, one or two? Right, right. So on the VPNs, Jake, Jake I just, um, I'm working on that, but I haven't had a lot of success with that because of the... Um, uh, you know, the VPN is only part of it, but they're, the books are pretty sophisticated and they're picking up your, um, uh, you know, your, your geographic area as well. You have mm-hmm. to, you, in order to fill out the application, you have to tell them where you are. I mean, you have to open up your app and let them locate you. Um, and that's been the problem, but, um, I have looked at some other things too. Um, I've been, uh, th- there's another, uh, program called DNS. It's a uh, called domain, uh, Name Thanks. server yeah. and, um, and and siphon is another one I've heard about, but I think it's going to be the same problem. Um, they, they've just got they've worked around it until all the states here in the U.S. are going to be legal. It, it, it's going to be an issue. So, um, but here's what we've done. Um, I say we. I mean my my wife and I. Uh, we travel a little bit and. Um, we opened our horizons. We've been going down into uh, Mexico, which is only about two and a half hours from where I'm at right now. And um, we can we can use the VPN down there and we can get on, you know, uh, we can get into Pinnacle, which is uh, amazing. And then mm-hmm. I, I tried to get in and apply to it looks like I can get into some of the Canadian books, too. So um, that's what I've been doing with the books, but um, you know, Jake, it's it's a uh, it's a constant part of the profession is to find. Um, it's it's a constant circle of uh, trying to find new books to bet with. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you get you know you get limited with some of them. Um, uh, some of them will, um, you know, the algorithms they pick you up. So I've got a couple of local books here in California. And let's say, for example, I take um, old school Cliffs, Jim Ayas, um, I call it the 235 system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was betting the first sec, uh, the first A bet on on the second inning. And then, and then let's say I would lose on this hypothetical, I'd lose. Then I go to the third inning. 
Well, by the second week, that algorithm on that book was picking up my bet. Like they already knew what I was going to do. And then I, when I went to the B bet, it would be like minus 700 minus. I saw one that was minus 1100. So in other words, they weren't going to allow me to progress that bet. Uh, they were going to make it too difficult for me, too expensive. So by having more books, you can then go and lay your B bet with another book that, you know, one that hasn't picked up on you yet. Um, and then what I'm talking about here too, seems to be more the low, low end books, like local books, um, in the area here. I haven't had that problem with any of the big ones, you know, like Bovada and things like that, that DSI, things like that. Um, but the best thing for having multiple books, I think is the, um, being able to, you know, check the, check the prices because there's a big difference. So like uh, Bovada might be, you know, minus 125 and then another book might be minus 180. I mean, there's that kind of a swing minus 160. Um, and that's tough, you know, I mean, that's a lot of money savings there, you know, and, but the only problem is if you start going with one book constantly, all your bets, they're gonna limit you eventually, you know? And in fact, one of these guys, Jake, I got on the phone with him, he, he, they, they put me down to uh, $50. And I called him up, customer service, and I said, hey, because it's that's they're all nice emails, you know, oh, you know, here are the terms and conditions say that this is, you know, for entertainment purposes. And, you know, <laughs> you know, we're not we don't allow professional sports betters. We, we've tricked. We found you to be, you know, violation this term. Uh, but, you know, in our good faith, we're just going to limit you to fifty dollars or something like that. And they're really nice. And if you have any questions, if you want to raise this up, you know, call customer service. Well, one time I did. I called customer service. It's kind of funny, you know, I said, and I go, he goes, what's your count number? And I give him the count number. He goes, oh, and, he, you know, big pause, like, <laughs> and then he says, uh, okay, so what's up? What can I help you with? And I go, well, let me ask you a few things here. You know, he was a nice guy and he ended up helping me um, because before this, I was trying to distract the books by betting, you know, for example, doing a wild parlay, you know, so the algorithms wouldn't pick up on my. Yeah, I mean, level one bets and or, you know, I play the casino a little bit. But you know what? This guy told me, he goes, yeah, he goes, that stuff. We're on to that already. You know, he goes, that's that's all that stuff's already been is already implemented into our software. And we you know, you might get away with it for a couple of weeks, but it's not going to take long for our systems to pick up on what you're doing. And I was like kind of blown away at that. Um, and now I say, OK, well, it's really us against them in a lot of ways. But um yeah, that's the difference is, and, and, um, and I even had a guy the other day, uh, it was a local book, Jake, and he says, he, he writes me, um, I sent my money, because, you know, when you first start with some of these books, you gotta, you gotta, you don't get a lot of credit, you gotta pay up front, and yeah. um, I sent him maybe like, um, I think starting out, usually I send like a grand, 1500, and um, he writes back an email, uh, a text message, he goes, we know who you are, we're sending your money back. Now, <laughs> I tried to get a hold of the guy. I said, you're, you're mistaken. You know, I, whoever you think I am, I'm not that person. Like I'm small, you know, I'm small time. Uh, and I don't know what he thinks he, he wouldn't, you know, he stopped talking to me. I don't know who he thinks I am, but I can tell you, Jake, it's a mistake. You know, he's, he thinks I'm somebody I'm not. Yeah. I have a pretty good idea of who it was probably butcher. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. He... Well, I was thankful he sent the money back. That was a good thing. <laughs> but those are the benefits, Jake, you know, too. Uh, there's a big difference. And also, like, I'm learning now, like, let's say, for example, uh, you have a bet minus 110 plus three at minus 110. Well, 
Another book might have plus four and a half at minus 115. You know, which one is better? It's hard to tell because that's yeah. that's I'm not a math guy, but I'm I'm able to determine that. So like one of those bets is better than the other, like minus one ten plus three or minus plus four and a half minus one fifteen. Um, you know, and it's easier to it's it, there's a there's a method for figuring that out too. So that's kind of what I spend some time doing as well. All right, it's very interesting because the it, it's changing. The, the, the times are changing in the US right now and a lot more bookmakers are appearing because of the the changes in the legislation which is very beneficial for you because you're gonna you're gonna get to have an account in bet365 very soon probably and beyond that all the European bookmakers are probably going to enter the market so <laughs> that would be great. let's uh yeah you know you have something to look forward to all competition, man. I'm, I'm in favor of competition. Definitely. Competition enhances uh, is creativity. Yeah. Good Triggers day. creativity. Yeah. I, I, someone said that to me one time. <laughs> I'm writing it down right now, Jake. I'm writing yeah. it down. <laughs> so, do you still make the regular trips to Vegas? I remember you mentioned that you have a property there. Yeah, so we, we uh, you know, this is what happened, that everything with COVID, right? So pre-COVID, pre-COVID, back in the good days, um, we bought a condo up there, you know, because we were planning on going up a minimum of uh, a couple, three times a month, you know? Um, and so what ended up happening is once COVID hit, um, what we ended up doing was basically renting it out through a, um, we were able, to, we got grandfathered in and we were able to, what's it, um, BRB, is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. And we rented it out. And uh, then we found out that when we wanted to go, it would be booked for 60 days. We couldn't, like, we'd have to, if we wanted to use it, we'd have to plan like 90 days in advance. It wasn't, <laughs> you know. And so what, and then what ends up happening is, so then we'd, we'd actually go up and stay in one of the hotels. And it was cheaper, much cheaper, you know, uh, with using comps or credit card points and things like this. You just go up and you stay in a hotel. So we end up selling it. And we, you know, small profit, not very much, but, uh, you know, we didn't take a loss on it. And then, um, yeah, it, it, it might have worked out if it wasn't, if we didn't get hit by COVID for that length of time. But we still go up once once to twice a month up there. It's a, it's about a four-hour drive. But as I've been expanding that those trips now. Um, I told you already in New Mexico, but also Arizona now is legalized. So, and that's a four-hour run to the border. Uh, and we have family there, so... Um, you know, that's that's another trip that I can make. The reason oh, I like those, good. Jake, is because it's, you know, cash. You put the cash down and you get the cash back. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, that's really good that you have you have a reason to go uh, beyond just betting as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, Vegas is a good place. That's for sure. But boy, I'll tell you. Um, anyways, we got two referendums on the ballot this year in California. One's by the tribal casinos saying only sports books can be at the tribal casinos. And then the other one, I think, is brought by DraftKings, which says that uh, California should allow a certain number of sports books to come into the state and operate. Um, wow. We'll see what happens there. Maybe we'll get both of those. I don't know what happened <laughs> then. Yeah. Cool. yeah, the casinos are very powerful here in California. I mean, the tribal casinos, you know, very powerful. Man, they when COVID hit, our governor... Um, Newsom um, was passing, trying to get through the legislature 
a, a bill to legalize sports betting. That was the and and they were able uh, the casino uh, tribal casinos were able to shut that down. That's how many of those legislators they had in their pocket. Wow. And, yeah. I think a lot of people need to be bribed before this is passed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I did hear of another state, and I can't remember which one it was because there's a lot of them now, but the way they passed the law, they end up taxing it. They put so much taxes on it that the sports books are now operating at a loss. Um, and they're trying to change that, and it's very difficult. I wish I could remember. I almost thought it was New Jersey, but um, I, I better look at that before I say that. Anyway, so they're having problems, you know. They're, they're like uh, flushing out the bugs in these systems. And, um, you know, hopefully we get a good one in California. The state needs to make money from this if they want to make it legal, right? Just like uh, they made marijuana legal. Yeah. The state needed to make profits. So. Yeah. It is yeah. what it is. What yeah, can you do about it? That's a huge tax, too, you know, that, that marijuana. Um, they, they were saying in California that it could be like a billion dollars a year. And I think I heard that, a billion, uh, as soon as they legalize it. All right, so let's move on to betting. Obviously, you, you're a man who likes to travel to Vegas and down to Mexico as well quite often to place some wages, but I'm sure you, you place them at home as well. I'm guessing you make most of old schools two, three, five, and butchers one one gag system. What sort of observations have you made uh, for both of these systems? Yeah, that that two, three, five is a is a is a beautiful system. I I found um, as long as you have the filters up front, you know, you're doing. I'll talk about that in just a minute. But um, you know, I'm very thankful to have met that uh, system, found that system. It's a little scary. I mean, it's nerve wracking if you get into that fifth inning and you, you know, you're doing a C bet. But I'll be darned. Um, you know, you just kind of got to trust that process. Um, you will take a loss every now and then on those. But um, I'm talking about the two, three, five system. And some of the filters really, I think, are value. So, like, if you, if you recap, which I do, either late at night or early in the next morning, every every play and some of the plays that even I don't play, if you once you recap them, you see that about 85, 90% of those games, whether they've met your filters or not on this 2-3-5 system, will, um, uh, will, will win. I mean – even if the over-under is like at nine or 10, a lot of these second inning, third inning, fifth innings, are they're not scoring any runs. But when you put the filters on it, which is basically, you know, the original filter was, uh, you know, an, an, uh, an over-under by the books of eight and even eight and under, eight and under. That was one of the originals. And then, you know, the ERA of the pitcher at, at around three. But uh, talking to old school on the, wall and things like that he's been so gracious to me and everybody really and allowing me to uh, pick his brain on this system and now you know he brings in the whip percentage which is the um you know a very good system it's, it's different than the era because it allows you to mostly focus on the pitcher and he says that you should get the whip down you know, right around the 1.0 mark. It should be around 1. So 1.2, 1.3, uh, yeah, probably okay. 1.4 or 5, you're starting to say, think maybe not, um, even though the ERA might be there. So that's another filter that I, I feel is very uh, a nice safety net. And then the old school said also um, in one of the communications to me on the wall is you look at the pitcher's um, last three games, kind of focus on that. Um, so, you know, he might have a bad month two months ago, 
or he might have a nice ERA and a nice whip, but you know, two games ago he had a terrible outing. And you got to be able to read that and see that because he might be on a bad trend. I just stay away from anything. There's too many plays not to, to jump on anything that doesn't fit perfectly. And even when it fits perfectly, you still have some issues, you know. Um, I like what Old School does where he uh, checks out the, uh, the lineups now, too, and I'm starting to do that. Um, so you take the pitcher and you look at the opposing lineup. What are the, what's this lineup doing with this pitcher? You know, how they, are they crushing him or is he doing good against this particular team? And those stats are available. You know, if you put that time in, um, you know, what you're looking for here is the bottom part of the lineup not to be able to hit this pitcher. That's where that second inning comes in at. But if you got a, a loaded bottom of the lineup uh, roster uh, going up to the plate, uh, you got to watch that. You know, you got to see that because that's those are the guys that are going to come up in the second inning and maybe start crushing that ball, which is not a comfortable feeling. Um, so that's those are those. And then, you know, the recaps are important to go back and look at that and see what happened the day before, even on the ones that you don't play, kind of watch it a little bit. Um, I've had probably this year, maybe I've bet 20, 20 of those this year, 25, I'm thinking it's almost an everyday occurrence now that they're settling in, they're getting up, you know, pitchers are getting up to 40 games, 35, um, excuse me, innings, uh, innings. That's what you need to start getting them settled in so you can check them out. But no matter what, that seat bet is always a rough one. Sometimes what I do, Jake, on that seat bet though, is I don't go, you know, for the full amount of the C. Sometimes I might, if I get to that point and depending on how many other bets I have spread out that day, I may just try to break even on that C. I know that's kind of crazy, but, um, you know, sometimes it's just good to get in and get out. If that, if the, if the team is like crushing the ball in the first inning, they're crushing the ball in the second inning, you know, and you're going to go now, you know, I mean, second and third inning, now you're going to go for the fifth inning. They're still hitting the ball. You know, maybe it's time to either get out of that thing or, you know, put a low, um, you know, don't lose too much money if that C-bet comes back. But I have lost, I think, uh, probably two C-bets, I would say, since I, and out of, and out of 20 or 25 um, games played. So that's pretty good. You know, I hate them, but it, 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 you, you end up, you know, ahead for sure. But like oh. I said, Jake, last little thing on that is that, that darn algorithm on that one um, local bookie I got here. So what he has, he's like a website. You know, in the old days when you had a local bookie, you'd call him up by phone. Hey, this is 935. Hi, 935. How you doing? Here's what I want. But now it's all on websites. But, you know, the, the algorithms pick up on your systems. And by the time you get to that B bet or C bet, it, they've almost priced you out of the market. So you got to go find it somewhere else. Wow. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah. with with all that, I'm sure you have really sophisticated trackers. I'm talking about spreadsheets right now. Have you started seeing any patterns in certain systems or places that allow you to either eliminate certain habits and possibly improve where necessary? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And by the way, backing up to that um, one game of goal progression thing that uh, Brendan, that system, that I think Brendan started that. And then uh, the butcher made it famous recently by making a, a, a 100, 100 and O winning streak, um, which he did, and uh, and it worked. Um, so on that one, you know, if you look at the wall in the forum, there's not nobody's actually published their filters for that yet. Um, so I've been kind of playing around with that one a little bit. And, you know, you, you definitely want a team because you're looking for the, 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 
the team to score in hockey. And um, it's important for that. That's, that's one of the major filters. But, you know, um, even the best teams will get a shutout every now and then. And there was somebody, <clears throat> I wish I could remember his name right now. I, I, I know it. But he found a stat that said that if a team gets shut out in a, in a system of one game a goal progression, um, the next game, there's a 94% chance that team is going to score a goal, which makes sense. You know, I mean, you got a team that gets shut out, they're going to score the next game. So you kind of have that safety net to look forward to as well. Uh, for a while, when I first started this system, the one game of goal progression, um, I was uh, I was just doing, uh, you know, basic uh, progressions on it. I was really being careful with it because I wasn't familiar with it. I didn't want to get, you know, kick my teeth in and and, uh, and start losing a lot of money. So I saw so I was playing it pretty soft at first, but then I saw it, how it was working. And I definitely, I would, I have my systems in levels and I would say that's probably a level one system that I use. Wow. So I wanted to talk about that, but then you talked, you know, you mentioned about the tracking. Mm. So I have developed some, some Google spreadsheets some Excel's and, and I thinking about, I think I should put these on the forum for everybody because I don't, there's some out there, but they're all, um, you know, you can't edit them and you can't rewrite them. I hired a guy off of one of the websites to help me build a Google sheet. And my wife is really good at that too. And, <laughs> and we built it and um, you know, it, it, it calculates ROI, it calculates, and once you get the formulas in there, they're really good. And you can actually, you know, once you enter them, um, you can see everything. Uh, and there's actually one software, which I'm thinking about purchasing. I've seen somebody else have it too. And you start getting these, you know, flow charts and, and, the, and the circles and the grids and all that associated with it. I think the key, Jake, is is to track those bets. And I remember when I first started, I didn't really do that. You know, I thought I would just keep a memory of it, but it, that's not good, man, um, because you don't see the trends. And you, it also, first of all, it helps you figure out which books are taking which system bets, because not all of them take all those bets. Like that one game of goal progression thing, I, I've only got two books that'll accept that bet in that pure form um, out of eight or ten. They won't. They sometimes they don't. They just don't have that bet available. So you got to be careful with that as well, because again, you just if you load up everything into one book and if you pull that money out in chunks, big chunks, they're going to get rid of you. They don't want you. So that's a whole uh, thing about it. But I'm thinking about. Uh, I've got three sheets basically that I'm working with Google or Excel sheets. I don't know anything about the the formulas, but maybe I, I think I'll post those. And then people probably can use them. And as always, the Z Code community probably will make it better somehow. You know, someone will get a look at it and say, "Hey, here's something," and it'll probably get better. Yeah, I remember that's how I got my spreadsheets created because I'm not an I'm I'm not an Excel person, but there are some really good people behind the community that help me out as well. <laughs> hey, Jake, you know I heard um, I do mine by systems. Like uh, let's say I have eight systems. Um, I do my spreadsheets by systems, but I heard the other day some guy was doing it by books, by his bookies, and I and the guy's really successful. That's why I'm wondering, like, to me that might be kind of confusing. I've never heard of that before. Some people just do one and do everything in one. I split it up, but this is the first time I heard that a guy was using it by books, and his thought for that was that because certain he's not winning at certain books, and he wants to know that. Be, you know, whether it's because they're charging too much on the big or 
or, you know, I don't know, almost sounded like certain books he just loses at. Uh, yeah, if it was anyway, me, I would still like to know which sports are not making a profit. Because... Right. Right. Yeah, I'm tweaking that all the time. <laughs> you know, another great system, Jake, as long as we're talking, you know, a little off topic, but um, I'll tell you what I've been doing recently is that that VIP, that Z code VIP system was the by it's the over under in soccer, over under in soccer. And it's um, you, you look I'm looking at just the five green stars and it's over under. It's usually three. The number is usually three. I find that the three is a just a, a sweet spot. Uh, if you go three, five, or four, there's some variations that start happening. If you go under three, I don't know. Sometimes it, there, you know, there's a risk there too. I found uh, they're not hitting, but that that under three on the VIP five star now, not four, five star, um, is incredibly successful. Because that's also when you get your money back, right? If if they score three goals, so. No, it's, it's, uh, yeah, right. It's, oh, I see. Yeah. No, yeah. Right. If they get three goals, you get your money back. Exactly. Is that two way or three way? Uh, this it's, bet? right. So this is a, uh, this is a, this is a two way because if, if you get three, you, you get your money back. Is that the two way system or is that yeah, the three way? Yeah. yeah. Two way. Yeah. I know the first time I did it and lost, I was like, oh man. And, but I went to the money and I go, they, I thought they screwed it up, but they didn't. It was basically they give you money back on a push, which is beautiful. And this is not every bookmaker, as you know. No, I know. Like to. I mean, that's, that's probably one of the first mistakes that people make is when they place a bet and they don't realize that it's different than what the person has presented to them on the wall because the odds are completely different. You're probably losing a bit of value there but you're getting that money back if 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 you know they score three goals so jake that's interesting because the the, the odds are usually very um high well I, I guess some people call it low so i mean for example in the, in the united states let's say a lot of that is like minus 200 which just turns everybody off right that's too yep. high but if you're winning at a clip of 90 85 90 percent let's say two out of 10 you're losing or something like that, that's profitable. You're going to profit a couple units right there. And the other thing I've been tweaking on that is, is parlaying two of them together. That's how, that's how uh, much they win. Oh, wow. Like it's unusual to see a loss on a five-star under three. Now I'm talking just under three, not the 3.5 or four again, not the two, five or lower, but just the, when they're recommending under three, it's incredibly successful. I, I'm going to, yeah. It's really good. Um, and then if you, you can parlay a couple of them, too. Like, that's how good they are. Yeah, I think Rodney puts out bets for under three. Uh, that's a good one. I think The that's other one, one that's them. good, you know, is a soccer buddy, is the, um, the, the first half over 0.5. That, that mm. one on soccer buddy. Um, and also second half as well, too. Uh, that, that's an... an if you look at that, you know, in Z code, it's amazing because you can actually back test those months. I've gone four months and stopped, but if you take the soccer buddy first half over one goal or 0.5 goals and you go back on Z code four months, it's an incredibly successful system. I mean, it's amazingly successful. And um, 
some days it's 100% win. I try to stay like above uh, the recommendation at 80%. I mean, there's some on there that are like recommended at 60, 65. I, I don't know. I stay away from those, but I don't know. I don't know if it matters because even those are hitting sometimes <laughs> as well. But it, then again, those are, that's the one where you got to wait like 10 minutes, 15 minutes before you lay the bet because the odds will be better. All right. So I want to ask you one second last question now, which is about regrets. And this is it's tying to what we've previously talked about in, in the podcast before. Obviously, you announced that you went uh, pro. I believe it was the first episode you decided to switch from your everyday job to being a professional sports investor. What have you learned since then? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. It's, you know, Jake, I can tell you this. I learn something new every day. No question about it. Constantly learning, tweaking, learning, tweaking, learning. Every day. Uh, no doubt about it. And um, the other thing is, I don't think it's so much now about getting an edge. Because I, I, I think the edges are there. Really where I think the issue is, is getting that money down like on a consistent basis, efficiently, let's say, for example, you know, you get, uh, you get to one of those seed bets. And, and by the way, I only do two systems that have progressions and that's the two, three, five and the uh, one game of goal progression, the butcher and the, and Brandon system. Yep. But um, if you get to that C bet, sometimes you're, I'm so limited. I can't get that money. I, I have trouble getting that money down because uh, they won't take it. They won't take a big chunk. So I got to go lay it in three or four different books to cover that seed bet. And if it's a live bet, which those two systems are, you're jamming to find that, right? You got to get going because uh, you got to get it. Some of those books will shut it down before the next uh, period or the next inning starts. And so you're going to lose out on that. Those were things that I learned along the way. You know, you go, oh, I'll go get a beer or a cup of coffee and come back. It, those, those bets are going to be gone. You're going to lose them. Um, the big thing, though, for me, um, is I developed, I read this book, Jake, and it's called The Checklist Manifesto. Uh, I think the guy's name is Gawande. And basically what the thing is, is that uh, everybody should have a checklist for their important standard operating procedures, like some businesses and, you know, in the dental or medical care, you've got to have operating procedures or like surgeons or airplane pilots, right? They're, they're going to have a checklist that they go through before they take that plane off or before they cut through the skin, you know? So I've, that's what I've been developing. Is a, is a, see, what I found, Jake, is that um, I'll start researching something. Let's say the 05, uh, uh, first half over 0.5, and I'm looking at it. Yeah, I was checking it out, looking at the teams, uh, seeing on the Z code uh, VIP section what it looks like. And then next, oh, I go, oh, this is interesting. And look at this. This is a new uh, sports trading system by, um, by uh, Loic. Oh, I'll just check this out. And I go to the sports trading system. I look at that. And then a thumb will flash up and then I'll go, oh, I got to go look at uh, this thing. And I, I find my, I was just distracted, right? By the end of the day, I wasn't even getting done everything I wanted to do. Um, I was getting it because I wasn't efficient. And so with this checklist uh, that I use every day and I tweak it, I find that I can get most everything done in the day in more like four to six hours as opposed to what was used to be eight to 10. Just by following that, system like my own i developed you know i get up i set up the screens and i set up the books you know in another system a, a screen another computer 
And, uh, you know, those first thing, then I go and I start, you know, the, um, I might start with the soccer VIP section, three and under, and then I'll go to soccer buddy and I'll check those out. And I won't let myself get distracted until I go through that checklist. And by the time I'm done, you know, I'm, I'm getting it done. So that's something I've learned that I would encourage people to do too, is that if it was like me before I had that, I it off the top of my head. Like, oh, today I'm going to do, and, I, I, and then, then you'd forget things. It'd be like two o'clock in the afternoon. You'd say, shoot, I haven't done my two, three, five system yet. Holy cow, I got to go back to that. Like that, it was just a kind of whim. But with that checklist, you can really stay focused. So that's, that's, that's one thing for sure. That's very interesting. Uh, you know, yes. you have, it's been used in so many different industries that it only makes sense to use it in this one too, right? Exactly. Especially time, you know, it's so valuable. You know, I'm, yeah, I mean, you, you got other things you want to do and um, you want to do a good job at this too. I think it's important. I really do. I don't know how everybody else does it, but because um, that, that's not really a topic I've seen discussed, but I think it's a good thing. It's the first time someone has given uh, a a recommendation like this so it's very interesting to hear it uh, you hear from the best <laughs> uh, yeah i've always said jake you know i'm not really an expert right i'm not i mean i don't like invent a system so much i mean i've always got to use either z code or brendan or, or the old school or the butcher you know somebody right but i know where to find the information right i don't i'm i you can be a professional if you know where to find the right information you don't have to be an expert. And I, I'm playing with words there, but I really believe that. I mean, you know, I could not come in and say, hey, I'm an expert like Brendan or Old School or the Butcher or all these guys. Cliff, how about Cliff? I mean, there's a guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scotty, all these guys that I rely upon, right? I, I don't want to come in there and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm an expert like you guys because I'm not. But I know where to find it. I know where to find the info. And well, most like of that's right on Z code. It's not like Elon Musk invented the car, right? He just put, yeah. he just changed the engine. He decided <laughs> to put batteries in there, and he was like, "Okay, this is my my thing now." <laughs> That's <laughs> so, great, Jake. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. That's kind of what you're doing, right? So yep. just just you don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's it's all in front of you. All the systems are there. All you have to do is just use them, maybe tweak them a little bit, and you're good to go. <laughs> They're all there. They're all there. They're life changing. Really, they are. So That's finally, you know, you've, you've talked about the US quite a lot, even a little bit about Mexico. But when are you coming to London or <laughs> Europe as a whole? Maybe there's an opportunity for you to open up some accounts here and then <laughs> disappear. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something, Jake? I'm going to write that down right now and that's going to put that on my list. Is that where you're at right now, right, London? Yeah. Beautiful. Boy, talk about a town with some, or a city with some history, huh? I think, mm -hmm. gosh, that, that city was around probably when, uh, you know, uh, in the beginning of time. I know the Romans were there at around 45, 50 AD. <laughs> well, it was definitely um, before Bet 365 came about. Oh yeah, funny, good one, Jake. I, I, I thought you, yeah, good one. Yeah, that's. Uh, I appreciate the time, and uh, you know, best of luck to you. Thank you Thank very you, much sir. for 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 the dedication and uh, the kind words at the start as well.
Yeah. Well, let me just say it again. Thank you, Jake. And thank you, Mike. Thank you, Zico. Thank you, experts. Thank you, members. That's it. That's the key here. Thank you so much, Jake. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast, where insider systems, secrets, and tools are revealed to help you win on sports betting. If you have a comment or question, make sure to visit us at www.zcodesystem.com. Download our free sports prediction tools and join our VIP club to follow winning systems from people who make a living betting sports professionally. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.